Hey, what's going on, y'all? So check this out. You're listening to Keep the Vision. I am your host, Ant. Pardon me if I sound a bit under the weather. It's because I am, or I'm getting over it. So I have a guest. She goes by the name of Tonya Andrea. Tonya is an IFBB figure pro bodybuilder. We spoke about her journey into bodybuilding, her pro career, and she's also an NPC judge. So we get into uh, what it takes being a judge in the sport of bodybuilding. You can enjoy this one. I learned some things about the sport of bodybuilding. I'm sure you will too. And if you're inspired to get into bodybuilding, give this a listen, especially if you're a woman. Now, enough said. Let's just get to the show. Peace, y'all. Tonya Andrea. Yes, that is What's me. <laughs> Turn How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? So I'm just turning you up just a little bit. So good. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Awesome. So I got to ask this question, right? Before we go anywhere, what's going on? Is it the Cowboys or is it the Chiefs? <laughs> okay. You mean, you mean currently, like right now, like as of what's today, the third, December 30th, what's going on? Because <laughs> if you ask me today, was that a well, was that a, was that like a question like posing a question like who's going to do better who's going to the Super Bowl I just want to make sure that I'm answering your question effectively. Do or die, loyal fan, die hard. Oh, who, that's who's, attracting. Who's your team? Oh my God! Well, if you're going to ask who I like who longer, it I, I, it's going to be the Cowboys. Obviously, I live here. Um, but if you mean like, um, as far as like expectations, like this is my team who's going to get us there. It's going to be the Chiefs. Okay. Now are you, are you a Texas native? I am. I am. So I'm from Houston originally, but, but that I, it's been so long ago. I feel like, uh, so Dallas is home, home for me. Um, what I call home, you know, my dad still lives in Houston, but, uh, Dallas, I feel like I've, you know, grown up here. It's been most of my adult life here. So yeah, I, um, I'm Dallas wholeheartedly all the way. Okay, cool, cool. So tell the listeners what you're known for, what your occupation, or I guess maybe previous occupation previous occupation so what you think it is you people probably think it's training or something to do right in the fitness industry right which yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which um it you know it still is um you know I still have clients and train clients but my like so I call it for survival job um is in um telecom um marketing so that's what I do full-time bodybuilding Fitness, health, wellness, wellness is you know, somewhat of a career path for me, but I really have a passion for it. And bodybuilding is something that's going to help me, I guess, kind of find the passion for it um, when it wasn't really there before. I mean, you're, you know, grow up, you know, doing playing sports and, you know, different activities where the athleticism is there and the foundation is there, but bodybuilding, that's a different type of commitment. So um, it's oh, yeah. definitely kind of shaped. Um, what I do, um, you could say professionally or, um, and personally for sure. So, so basically bodybuilding opened up some doors for you, doors of opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I think it did. I think it did. 
yeah 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 like like this right so yeah yeah so, i mean i mean is that would you say would you say bodybuilding the uh gave you the following that you have on yeah for sure and for sure and 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 what i wanted to kind of get away from was just bodybuilding right like yeah. that like i've got to be lifting heavy every day i've got to look like i'm at two percent body fat i've got to look like this because a lot of people while they while they admire bodybuilders that might not be their aspiration they're not like hey i want to consistently eat the same things every day because you know let's be real when you're doing shows and stuff like that your schedule is pretty much set from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed and it's regimented and it's very strict so while people have an appreciation for that they're like hey I don't want that but you know I I, I do have aspirations not to look like someone but to be fit but to be healthy but to you know take more um but to um really just take control of like my life in terms of eating better, living healthier, that type of thing. So that's what I, right. So you mentioned following. So that's with that following um, while bodybuilding is, yes, it's still very important to me. I'm still very involved, you know, in the, um, in the industry judging and, and stepping on stage, we'll see. Um, I, I want people to know that that's not the end all be all of me. Right. Or, and it shouldn't be of yourself either. Like you don't want to be identified as Tonya, the bodybuilder, a former bodybuilder. There's so much more to you than that. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I want people to 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 know know that of themselves too. Like, oh yeah, definitely. you don't have to bodybuild. To, you know what I'm saying? To like inspire and motivate and and do all of those things in terms of um, getting fit or maintaining like a physique that you're happy with or that you like or something like that. And this is, yeah, and this is definitely like one of the reasons why I like speaking to people and, and connecting and building because even though you do have that bodybuilding background and stuff outside of that, but it's also about knowing the person behind all the stuff that's making you as successful as you are today. Uh, whatever you define success as sure 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 absolutely and that you know isn't always monetary you know yeah, you know yeah. a lot of people get say like okay well i'm getting i'm doing this because i can monetize it somehow i mean which is great i mean i think that that's absolutely great but again you know people have different aspirations different reasons um you know for doing things um and i do it just because i i love it i have a passion for it it's permanently like built in to the lifestyle to where you know you can if you can do it to where you can motivate even one person to i don't know stop eating as much ice cream or so you know just start eating healthier then that's you know that's that's good enough for for me you know all the you know the, the sponsors and and all that stuff that's great um but i think i mean i don't know but there's so much more to it to things than just that right like if you can right you know help even one person like hey you know what i was gonna go eat go get a margarita but not that discouraging anybody from drinking margaritas because i lord knows i love them but you've got to start somewhere and if it's like hey i've got to eliminate that to get to a point to where hey i can have these things in moderation but still feel good about you know how i look then 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 we can do that but there's got to be a starting point somewhere so well yes i mean it's all about taking baby steps it's not necessarily yeah. depriving yourself of anything but if you really want to take a specific goal serious you want to reach something you might have to give something up to gain something else. 
Exactly. That's saying? that's what it is. That's what exactly. it is. Yep. Yep. Give it so, up. And yeah. So you definitely you mentioned you know your foundation, your background, sports and bodybuilding. But so let's go back. Uh, growing up in Texas, what was that like? Were you like athletic? Were you playing sports? Were your parents athletic? Like yeah. So my, yeah. So my my um. So yeah, so I did track and field for an extended period of time, and so there was a good foundation. Like people were like, "Hey, do you did you run track?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, you know, how do you know?" People were like, "Well, you could tell, you know, have an athletic look." But even when you, you know, I did, you know, that and dance, believe it or not, for an extended period of time, and that's kind of like where the love for bodybuilding kind of came, like with the posing and all of that. So it's like it combines all of it. Like it's not just lifting weights, right? You, I'm sure you've seen competitions. It combines all of those things, you know, like. Yeah. You know, I did gymnastics, you know, dance and track and field. And so all of those things that I did, that that's all, all of that is very useful, right? In the world um, of, of bodybuilding, aside from your foundation. So yeah, my parents, they both played um, basketball. They went to HBCUs, they both played basketball. So family is like huge into sports, which is why I have like this huge love of sports like I do um, net currently. Um, so yeah, and Texas is big on just sports in general, football specifically, right? Yeah, 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 right. Whether it's, um, you know, at the collegiate level, at the professional level, that's, that's, if you know, if you, if you, 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 it's, you'd be hard pressed to find someone in the state of Texas who doesn't like sports in some form or fashion, and I mean football, but in some form or fashion, they, they're interested in it. So yeah, growing up in Texas, it was great. I went to Texas Tech again, um, another big school, big on um, on football. Um, I was there when Coach Mike Leach was there, who just passed away. Yeah, you mentioned. So, uh huh. Yeah. So um, yeah. So we went there, and you know, there's obviously lots of sports stars, right? That come come out of there. People that people don't think of. They don't associate Texas Tech with with um, good athletes, but a lot, a ton of them came out of there. So yeah, um, so work with Texas and then, um, yeah, then I moved to Dallas and have been here, you know, kind of ever since. And then I found bodybuilding, I found it, it just kind of, and you know, so I get questions often just because I feel like bodybuilding is trending right now. Everybody's intrigued by it, they wanna know. And they're just kind of like, well, how did you get started? Cause you know, it's to, to people, it can be kind of, it's like not weird, but people can be like, okay, like, why would you want to do that? Like, you know, why would you want to restrict your diet? Why, you know, certain things that they can't even, you know, kind of imagine or think about doing. And I'm like, you know, that just kind of fell in my lap. Um, I shoot, started out like, yeah, I call myself like skinny fat, right? Like where you can kind of eat what you want, but your body fat percentage, you know, it, it, it may not be that high, you know, but you're still a very unhealthy. Um, so just because you're thin doesn't mean that you're um, healthy and not at risk for um, diseases and illnesses and things like that. So I was like, you know what? After I had my last child, so I have three kids, I have twins that are 13 and a, um, a 10 year old that'll be 11 uh, next in like three weeks. My goodness. So, right. I know. Right. Hard to, hard, can't believe I'm saying that. So I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can really like get a, like hone in on this. Right. Cause this is, this is not healthy. And so I actually started out teaching Pilates. Um, on a reformer, it's called a mega reformer. And the thing about that was it, a lot of the exercises that you could do on this piece of equipment, like you could do at the gym, like you do shoulder presses, squats, lunges, all the things, uh, curls, anything that you, almost anything you do at the gym, you could do on this piece of equipment. So I was like, you know what? I, I like what this is doing. I was like, I want to maybe, maybe I'll test out the gym. Maybe I'll go um, see what's going on. 
and see if I can't develop, um, you know, some more muscle because I kind of liked it. And so I started like going to group fitness classes at 24 hour fitness, Castle Hills, which is a suburb that's, um, about 40 miles, no, 30 minutes North of Dallas. So started there. The instructor was looked great. She looked phenomenal. I was like, what, I was like, what is she doing that? I mean, how, and I don't attach my motivation to like a person, but I would just like, I, whatever she's doing, um, I like that. I like her shape, I like her frame, I like her physique. So I asked her what she did and she mentioned uh, bodybuilding. And so I was like, what, what, you know, to bodybuilding, I mean, um, obviously you can kind of gauge by the conversation so far wasn't anything that I like aspired to like do, you know, like I have friends that are like, I, you know, they've, they've been watching like Lee Haney since the, you know, eighties, nineties, all these things. And so I, I, all that I had no idea about. And so she told me about it and I was like, what is it? And so she kind of, you know, started explaining it to me. And I was talking to her about like my background and, and things like that. She was like, Oh my gosh, you, you, you might love this. You might be interested in it. And I was just like, okay, we'll try it out. And so then we started talking about um, um, different like coaches in, a, in the area, um, you know, next steps, next course of action. And bodybuilding is a commitment. It's a huge commitment, right? So it's, it's, it's a level of, 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 uh, of mental discipline that most people couldn't even imagine, right? Because even if you were playing sports, you're going home and you're still eating what, no, I don't want to say whatever, but you're not, you're not, nobody's there to restrict you. You're not restricted to what you're eating for the most part. Like I could go have a sub sandwich all I want and I could go have that. But bodybuilding, you, like again, your, your schedule is set from sun up to sundown. And so I had to think about it for a second. I was like, yeah, I got to see. And so I finally decided in January, okay, well, let's start looking into this. <sighs> Connected with a coach in, I don't know, May and then July, I finally um, was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to do it. And I did my first show in June, December of 2014. And I remember my coach saying like, it's going to be great. Like, don't, don't worry about it. Um, you know, it's not a national qualifier. It's going to be small. You're going to be good. And that show was not small and I was not good. Oh my God. I was so nervous, but, um, it ended up being a lot of fun tonight. And, and through that coach, um, you know, I was able to meet some of the most amazing people. And that's actually, honestly, what's kept me in this industry so long. It's not the diet because anybody who says that it is, is not telling the truth. Um, it's not working out because that's something that you've got, that I'm, that I'm doing anyways. Right. And I've, and I've got to be passionate about it. So working out can't keep, so it's not that it's, it's really like the, it's the people, the people that, that keep me going um, in, in the industry. And so 2014 first show, and I just literally never looked back. We did a couple shows in 2015 and we're like, look, we're going to go to a national show, see what happens in 2015 in uh, November. Um, I call it Miami, Miami Nationals, but I get yelled at for that all the time because they change the name to something different. But in November of 2015, I went to a national show in Miami, whatever that is called now. I should know it's bad. Um, and then um, I got fifth and I was so excited. I was like, okay, you know what? Let's this, because when I first did it, to be honest, I didn't have any goals. There was nothing attached to why I was doing that. It was just like, hey, I'm just going to see what happens because I've never done this before. Um, but then, you know, as I continued and, you know, was doing somewhat well, I was like, well, now I think I, I like this. I enjoy this, um, you know, and, 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 
I was like, I don't want to keep wasting time, resources, just kind of seeing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, if this is what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do. And so I, we attached a pro card to that, right. In, in, um, in, in, that 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 show we were like nope we're putting all our eggs in that basket in that next year in june july um we got it and that was probably one of the best best times in my entire life it was it was so great to have set a goal for yourself and 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 really just do everything you can um to achieve it you know kind of like getting a college diploma that's that's that takes time that takes effort that takes patience that takes money right most times so that was like a really big, that was a really huge, huge, huge accomplishment um, in life, especially at that time, I say, because there's a, a, a plethora of shows now. There's so many shows to where at any given time, you know, a typical class could be something like a typical, I, it's, it could be more, it could be less, it might be something like six, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, something like that. But, you know, we had at that time, there was not as many shows. Um, it was not as saturated as, as it is now. And I don't know, we had upwards of, you know, 40 people in each, not, not just like one, you know, like in, 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 in all the shows. Um, and to have obtained a pro card amongst those women who all looked amazing um, was really um, an exciting um, feat for me. And I was so excited to have gone on that next year and, and, and have went to the Olympia. I, if you would have told me that, you know, uh, even a year ago, I'd be like, yeah, right, you're insane, you know? Um, and so from there, um, I got in, as involved with NPC Texas as you could. I started out expediting, um, so if you've ever been to a show or you, you, I mean, you might see some people standing backstage or even on stage. And so those are the people that really make sure that the competitors, um, that the, the show flows well for them. Um, and they have all the tools and information that they need to be successful on show day. So they know where they need to be, when, where, why, how, what, all of those things. And so I did that for a couple of years, all while competing um, at the, uh, at the uh, pro level. Um, but then while I was competing, I was just like, as I was receiving like my own feedback and knowing how I felt, you know, sitting in front of that judging panel, I was like, I want to make sure that I'm giving back in return what I, what I'm appreciating or what I'm not getting, I guess you could say for, for more of a, a, a better term, what I'm not getting. I was like, I want to make sure that all these competitors have honest, true feedback, right? They're spending a lot of time, effort, money, energy, and I just want to make sure that they're receiving, the, hey, this is this is what you need to do, right? These are the tools I'm giving you, these tools that you need to be successful, especially if you're attaching a goal to something that's very important. Um, and so a couple of years after that, I, um, yeah, decided to get decided, like I have the option. I expressed interest, right? It wasn't like, well, I'm going to be a judge, right? Um, I expressed interest in it and NPC Texas, I can say is a wonderful at, um, you know, giving people opportunities, um, you know, especially things that they're interested in. And so they really want to do and really have a passion for. Um, and so I do that for before COVID, right before COVID, I um, joined the panel and from, I, as long as I'm able to do that, I absolutely will um, just, you know, kind of seeing that through a different lens um, you know, um, and, and obviously being on the competitive side, um, that's really helpful too. like being on the opposite end of that. So it really helps me give the constructive criticism, you know, that's necessary, um, 
for them to continue to build and, and be a better athlete. So that's where I'm at now as of 2022, now about to be 2023. Um, yeah, I'm, so the stage, it calls. I will tell you that it calls. Do um, it, do it. Do it, do it, do it. And you got to find, and I tell people, you got to find a why, um, including myself. And so the, 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 it's got to be, you know, what, what is it now about competing that is, that is different? That's going to be different than when I did it previously. Why? Why? Because it's not going to be the same. That's not, it's not going to be that pro card. It's not going to be Olympia. So it's got to be finding that why um, you're doing this. And that's for anybody. Otherwise you'll end up, I mean, either doing it for the wrong reasons, right? You can wear yourself out. Um, this sport, it can be harsh. It can be really harsh, right? Mentally, you're in your head um, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, three 165 days out of the year, right? So you really have to find that why. Um, in mine was the people. I, you know, I really enjoy it, and so, you know, I'm a lot of the times I'm like, okay, well, it's not a lot of the same people anymore. Am I going to enjoy it as much as I did? It, you know, now that those people aren't there, now that my friends have, you know, they're doing different things. People have got different goals and stuff like that, and so it's like finding that why. And so that's the because I'm I I'm not going to bodybuild because because of it. Remember in the beginning we kind of talked about the following like, hey, if my my objective is to motivate, inspire, do all those things, then do is it is the stage necessary for me to do that? So now it's hey, let me I'm I'm finding the why, um, uh, you know, I, obviously I'm passionate about it, but sitting on the other side of things and, you know, watching people go through their why um, is something that I, that I really enjoy. So that's why competing itself is like, hey, that's not at like, okay, gotta put a show date on here now. Um, so that's kind of where I'm, I'm, I'm sitting at. Now, if I wasn't doing that, I could probably, I probably would be in a completely different space right now. So, but I'm, I'm happy doing it. Um, happy just seeing others be where, you know, get to where I know how that feels um, and it's great. So if I can help someone do that or reach their goals, then I will continue to do so. Well, what you can do is document your journey back to the stage and that can motivate and inspire perspective uh, bodybuilders, you know, Very female true. and male, you know, so you could document and that could be a pretty interesting why. And that's true because when I competed, social media is not as it is now. Social media was not at all, at all. I mean, we posted a couple pictures here and there, like, but we weren't in our stories. There certainly was no TikTok. You know, there wasn't any of those things to that 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 um that people have access to so when you right so when you come to, when you say you know aspire people they have more there's more um of an outlet for you to do so so that absolutely makes sense yeah you could vlog you could do uh your, your daily workout routines your what in, what you eat in the day videos that's that's big now you go on youtube that's pretty much what you see right um i actually wanted to ask you about judging now sure. what is a judge look for like what does it take to be a judge and what is a judge looking for as far as the aesthetic sure so it as far as the aesthetic you know i was um or just a, overall 
No, 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 no. That was a great question. I was going to answer it. I just, um, I was um, on a podcast the other day and they kind of were inquiring about the same thing. They were like, well, what are you looking for? And it's, and we've got, there's a set of criteria that we have. Now within that criteria, there are personal preferences, like something as simple as like the color of somebody's suit or um, is somebody's tan darker than, or is it off? Maybe to me that tan looks like a different color. Maybe so that's throwing off their aesthetic. Wow. Um, so right. So within the criteria, like this is it for uh, bikini, wellness, figure, women's physique. There's a set criteria, but within that, there's personal preferences, right? And that happens probably more often than it doesn't. So, but you know, what like for me, like one of the things that I really love and I really look for, aside from. Um, you know, obviously your muscularity and your conditioning and things like that is confidence and posing. Because there's nothing like someone coming up there and we know that they're nervous, but there's nothing like someone coming up there with an amazing physique and they're, or they're tripping over their shoes or they're looking uncertain. They're looking at the ground, down at their feet. They're just really looking nervous and really looking uncertain because that comes with practice. So it's because our bodybuilding is like a, it's a whole package, right? So everybody, most people for the most part, they're coming up there looking good. I'm going to say that, like most people are coming up there looking good. So it's gotta be other things than you looking good, right? Cause we could put two identical Tonyas up here, but I'm like, what is it about this Tonya over here on the right that's gonna put me on um, uh, in first place other than her physique if we're for the most part looking good, right? So in terms of aesthetic, it's the whole package. It's cause I used to, I used to wonder like, why am I, spending so much money on this like posing and like why like it's expensive like why am I spending hundred dollars on, on all of this like does this stuff even make sense does it even and in a hindsight it absolutely does because when you come up the first thing you see is the person individually and and I just love a confident person it's like this person has 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 done what they needed to do because bodybuilding all of it's like an art right so this person has done what they needed to do to, to, to perfect that art, like, which is a, that's, that's a big deal. Cause that's, that's what it's all about. When you see all of this, uh, you know, uh, you know, when you go to the Olympia and all those things, it's, that's what they want. That's, that's what they're wanting to put on stage. You know, people who are perfecting their art, who display confidence. Like if you, you see all the winners, what do you, they're, they're breathtaking, right? It's like, you can't take your eyes off of those people. And that's the type of thing um, you want to see. I mean, they all have great physiques, but you're literally like stunned by these athletes. Um, and so that's something that really, that I really um, take to heart because I was like, hey, I, I'm like, hey, these people, these people, the competitors, they really put a lot into this outside of just going to the gym every day because that's what it's about. It's about a look. It's about an overall, overall look, overall shape, frame, hair, tan, makeup, all of that stuff, the entire package. So it's it's hardly ever about this person is grainy or this person has got the most muscles. I will say that in confidence. It's hardly ever that. It's about a total package. So you would say, so basically it's not, obviously not the aesthetic only, but like you said, the confidence, uh, how they exude that confidence, the way they walk on stage, That's the it. They get off of the stage. Damn, cause, cause I don't know. I, I see a lot of these judges, and it it seems to me maybe they have a past in bodybuilding, a history, but they all seem to be pretty much heavyweight 
uh, heavy set older people. So mm -hmm. How do these people judge of someone's body? I see what you're and saying. They look like they've never done it. You know, right? I <laughs> yeah. No, I can see from outside looking in. I can definitely see that. Um, so, but again, yeah. So I can say that, but I know that uh, in, in Texas, um, we've all, and most, I think most of our panel are pros. There might be a couple um, that are not, um, but they're all involved in and have been involved in um, in the industry in 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 one way or the uh, another um, in terms of lifting. But so coming from, I, I think that it is helpful. It is helpful. Um, when you come from a um, a background specifically of competing, right? Because sure. um, you right, right, right. Because you know what when you're looking at the criteria, you you know what all that entails, right? And you know what you know all of that looks like. Um, you know what um, you know what, what it takes. Yeah, exactly. And you know what you know what all that the posing. You know you know how all of that is supposed to come together and what the final package is supposed to look like on stage. So I definitely think that, right, coming from a background of competing is, is I think it's very essential, um, yeah, for, 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 you know, people on the, on the, on the panel um, when, when, you know, like effectively judging and kind of knowing what, 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 what that all, what all goes into that um, and how it all comes together for sure. All right, cool. So let's go back to your bodybuilding journey, right? Sure. Um, so when you first got on that stage, what was that like? Um, so that was the one in 2014 in December. Were you as confident as that person you're looking for? <laughs> because I remember I said, my coach was like, it's not a national qualifier. It's going to be small. Don't treat it as such. And I it was not that. And so I was just like so caught off guard. And I was just like, he lied to me. said it was this and it's not this. And so that was a little bit of a challenge. Um, just the, um, the expectation that it was different, right. Coming into my show. So I, I, I definitely, and, and I'm going to say, no, I did. I mean, I wasn't as confident because to be honest, it was my first show. Right. So I, obviously I'm not taking it. And I don't want to say this in a bad way, like maybe not as seriously as I did, you know, maybe when I turned pro or when I attached a goal to it, because this was like, I'm just gonna see how this goes, type of thing. Like I just, You're I don't just know. Going with it, exactly. Yeah, you, so, you you wanted that 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 instructor's aesthetic, yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so I was like, oh, you know what? I could take a bite of this granola bar here. It's whatever. I'll still look the same, right? Or not? You know, not really. Again, not really taking it as seriously. Um, so when I got on there, um, right, again, it was, it was a very large show. There was a lot of girls in my class, um, but it was fun because leading up to the show, we had these posing classes and, oh, you're taking me back, you're taking me back. We had these posing classes um, and they were every week, every Saturday. And I met some of my best friends, some of my very best friends that are still my very best friends here today in those posing classes. And we were all doing the same show. So we were all just having a great time backstage. I mean, it was it was really a lot of fun. And I think that, again, I was mentioning that the, it's those people, like when I have, have it, having fun with it, like anything else other than having fun with it, I was I wouldn't have made it 
honestly, I wouldn't have made it. Um, so just having fun with it and stepping on stage with them, it was it was a lot of fun. Yes, I was very nervous. I was extremely nervous, extremely nervous because I'm like, who does this? Like, you know, you just got a, like a swimsuit on kind of if that's what you want to define that as. And you're just like in front of people posing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, what am I doing? But then now I'm saying, here I am years later still, what am I doing right now? Anyway, so it was very nerve wracking because you know, it's different than you just at the beach or whatever. You've got someone like assessing every single thing that essentially is wrong, right? So um, I was very nerve wracking. But then when I got off, it was just like this rush, you know, like what's that called? Like the adrenaline rush, right? It was the best, especially when you do, I, I had the nerve to like do well, right? I got third um, and I did not think so at all. I was like, I don't know how this happened, um, but it was amazing. Time was great. Um, really exhilarating and so once I got off I was like yeah okay this is this is this is this is me this is this is where I belong and this is this I, I can mess with it yeah I can mess with it let's exactly. do another one let's do another let's, one yeah we're like you know what and so the second one was like let's we'll just see where this goes and then the third one was like well okay if we win this one then we're gonna go to a national show and that's what we ended up doing so what what does it take to to get your pro card yeah, sure. So it really isn't. So everybody thinks it's like this big old this process where you've got to go like step by step by step by step by step. When really, um, it, it entails. Um, I mean, there is a process. So you've got to do a show at the regional level, right? So it's got to be an open division. So there's different divisions. So there's like open, which is any age, every age, come one, come all, right? For the divisions, who whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter if you're seventy. Doesn't matter if you're uh, what's the lowest age? I don't know, 16 or whatever, 17. You can compete in this division. That young? Wow. Um, yeah, I don't, teen is, is it 17? I think. Yeah, they're those teens get young. Um, so there's open classes, there's master's classes, which is um it, that's categorized by age. So it could be 35. So it's, it's gonna be over the age of 35, regardless. So it could be 35 and over, 40 and up, four for so um. Um, so that's for competitors who are comfortable competing with age, um, competitors um, in their age range. Um, and then there's also um, uh, novice. Novice is like, hey, yeah, maybe I've done one or two shows, but I haven't, I haven't won this novice category. Um, so I'm fresh, kind of fresh and new. Um, and there's true novice, um, which is this is my very first show. And I, this is my very first show. So it's gonna maybe maybe or may not may or may not look like it, but this is my very first show. So they want to be um, in a division with others who this is their very first show too. And you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. That's just a category, an option that you have, which I think is great because they didn't have true novice uh, when I competed. So to 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 qualify to get to even to go to a national show to get your pro card, you have to win that open division. So you can't. It doesn't matter if you win true novice, novice, masters, you have to win that open category and you have to be top one, two, three, four, or five. Um, and so once you place, so if you get six, you got to do another one to qualify. So one through five, um, they get their qualification and they can go on to do, um, to compete in a national show. Now, I know that there's certain ones where um, if you're masters, you can just do masters. You, I, I know that they've changed some rules. So now I think you can just go to a masters or you can do a masters um, division um, and pick up the qualification there. Um, so there's some differences there. There's different rules and stipulations. Um, 
and different types of national shows now that were not there when I was um, competing at the amateur level, at least. Um, so yeah, once you go, um, to, it, so it depends. I, I wish, so masters is like, some of the categories are like, okay, only one person will win win the pro card. And then some of them it's like, okay, your top two will win your pro card. So typically if it's not a master show, you you're winning, you're you've got to win that open division at a regional level. So either it's a Texas or Oklahoma or Louisiana or wherever. Um, but if it's a masters, which is categorized by age, then um I believe you can just you can go do that you can go do that show. So it's it's different. There's different rules, different regulations for different shows. Way 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 more opportunities for one to obtain a pro card now than when um, I was competing. There might have been like four national shows at that time, so it was a little bit more difficult. And then even when people like you know Branch Warren and all those people were around, there was even less opportunities for them to obtain pro cards, which is why people back in the day took so long to get them because there wasn't as many opportunities for you to get them at that time. Now, maybe, maybe at the time you were like, when you first started bodybuilding or when you first uh, went pro, how much harder is it for a woman? If, if at all, right. Um, how much harder is it? Well, I would say, not really. It's it's not really harder because, you know, with men, like we'll take bodybuilding, right? So in open bodybuilding, that's typically just one winner. Whereas like if you're doing something like figure or if you're doing something like bikini or wellness, there's multiple opportunities for you to obtain um, a pro card. Whereas like on the bodybuilding side, um, not so much, not so much. So uh, while you might think that it you know it's easier or you know for men um to to obtain um you know their professional card um i i think i think for women especially now that they're creating more categories more divisions right they're bringing over wellness and things like that so there's um it's in it and it's all really trendy now it's all really trending so i think it's um i would say just from my perspective everybody is so different somebody can watch this podcast and like tony is crazy but from my perspective i think that for women it's there's tons, tons, tons opportunities on, on opportunities for them to get professional cards. How do you feel about all these new shows? Like you said, there's so many different options now. Like, how do you feel about all these options now? Do you think it's a little too oversaturated? Does it create um, to an extent? Uh, to an extent, I will say that. Um, I understand that you know all businesses are created to make money, right? So you know through no. And that's, that's, we all understand that. Um, but there is a lot of them, right? So I feel like, um, you know, I, I really miss the, the really day, the days of where, you know, from a judging perspective, I might not say this now, but you know, when there was a lineup of, you know, several girls, you know, and it was, you know, big, big not that there's not competition now because there absolutely is, but those you know, big classes of, you know, people used to have to wait weeks and weeks, you know, in between, you know, shows. Now they got to wait a couple of days, you know, because there's, you know, a show next weekend, show the weekend after the show the weekend after. And so it is a little bit much. It is a little bit much. Um, and then even on that for staff, you know, you've got to staff those shows too. So it's a bit much, but um, 
but I think, you know, for the competitor, it's helpful um, because, you know, not everybody, you know, with the shows being so spread out, if you could do it, you just could do it. So this gives more people the opportunity to, um, hey, here's a show. I, I want to give that a try. I want to give that a shot. So it gives more people the opportunity to, to maybe they have been dreaming of doing a show. Maybe they're like, hey, I want to put it on the bucket list. So it gives them, for the competitor, it does give them a lot more um, opportunities, whether they are, are using it, maybe it's a transformation for them. Um, maybe it's not all about, not always about, uh, you know, I, I'm getting a pro card. So the fact that there are more shows provides more opportunities. Uh, but I do, but I do think it's, it's quite a bit of shows. It is quite a bit of shows. And I remember when a pro card used to be very extremely coveted. Now I feel like it's like, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of loose, you know, it's, a, it's just whenever, whoever, like, it's just, it's a lot. It used to be very coveted, very, very, very coveted. But now I feel like it's not as much. Um, and so I kind of have mixed feelings about that, but neither here nor there. Yeah, because I'm not, a, I've had no bodybuilding background. I, I like watching it. I respect it. But I feel like, like you said, there's so many different opportunities, which is, could be a good thing. But on the other hand, to the old school bodybuilders, like, come on, what the fuck? Just, just stick to the, stick to what was, what's not broken. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't broken, you know, don't fix it. I know I, and, I, and I'm not, and I'm not going to disagree with you there at, at all in the slightest bit. Um, and like I said, I know that, you know, it's businesses are around to make. Yeah, it's a business. And I'm not saying that's all it is, but you know, it, it, it's the truth. It's just, you know, Hey, you know, we're an organization that's growing um, and we got to fund all this stuff somehow. Right. So, you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, you know, you just kind of take it in stride. Um, but again, it does give, you know, competitors um, more opportunity to get, you know, what they want. Um, you know, if that's a pro card, then that's, it gives them more opportunities to do that. So yeah, we'll just kind of see, um, you know, where, where it goes, but volleyball is growing. It's very, it's very, it's very trending right now. Um, and, and if nothing else, I think that it, it kind of gives people, I mean, what, whether they're competing or not, it, it gives people, it's like, hey, I'm, it, it puts in their mind, like, maybe, maybe I can do that. Maybe that's something I can think about. Maybe, maybe I, I can start this and then maybe it, you know, go here or maybe it'll lead to this. So bodybuilding definitely does good. Um, it definitely inspires people inside the industry and outside of the industry to, you know, just take care of themselves, you know, to, whatever that means to them you know maybe maybe if that means like maybe i'm not gonna have as many sodas or maybe i'm not gonna do this or whatever um so i mean if more shows if you know if, if that means that then i i'm i'm on board hey if it gets them in the gym and yeah changing up the diet eating better why not I have, a, I have a friend that's that's a bodybuilder uh so for you i know bodybuilding requires so much discipline and sacrifice what were some of the mental struggle struggles that you faced? Obviously, there's physical struggle as well. But what were the mental struggles you faced just going through prepping for a show? Yeah, that's your and and I would say primarily that's your um, how you view yourself, right? So maybe ten years ago, I would get up in the morning, look in the mirror, be fine, and then walk out the door. But even to this day, even to this day. You know, you get you, this, you've got access to this. So every time you're opening up your phone, you're seeing somebody, especially mine, like I, you know, 
they're posing, they're, they've done a show, they've done this, they're looking a certain way, right? And so when I get up in the morning, especially coming from a, you know, a competitive background and being a bodybuilder, it's like, well, you know what, maybe I need some, I could, I could use a few more lines in my legs or, you know what, maybe if I just eat this, this much cream of weed, or maybe like that really doesn't go away ever. I feel like, you know, that's something that I'm still internally struggling with. Like, um, like, sorry, my hair looks all over the place. Um, like that, that, that internal, like that, I, I, I need, I'm, I'm happy with what I look, but maybe if I just did this, maybe if I just, that's the, that's the, and I'll take that while you're competing and times it by like 1000, right? So every day you're waking up in the morning, and you're like, oh no, this is, no, how did I, what, what happened? What happened overnight? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what happened overnight? And nothing probably happened overnight, but you're looking at yourself in the mirror every day. You don't see your, that's the benefits of having a coach, right? But you don't, all you're seeing is like, hey, this doesn't, I look the same. This doesn't look right. I, I need to change my food. I need to do this. I, in your head, 24 seven. So it's how you're, how you feel about yourself is the mental struggle period. Whether you think it's, it's all you're doing day and night is whether you think you look good or whether you think you look bad, like period. So like, even when you're and you're and, and, and just being present, right? So if you're, say I'm at the movies with my kids, say I'm at my kids basketball game, I'm physically, I am sitting my butt in a seat. Mentally, I'm thinking about, Okay, so I've got three hours, whatever, 30 minutes before I have to go find a microwave and heat up this meal. Oh my gosh, I have two hours before I have to eat another meal and then I got to go, you know, do my workout after that. Oh my gosh, okay, I got to be in bed by this time to get up at this time to do my cardio. So mentally, you, physically, you're really not in a lot of, mentally, you're not in a lot of places other than your head right? Physically you are, but I'm just being honest about that. Like, especially if you get, you know, once you reach, you know, a certain level, there's certain, you know, you're, you're like, it's like expectations. Like people are going to, they're expecting me to do this. So this has to happen. And in your head is expectations, expectations. If I don't do this, people are going to see me as this, right? So that leads to, I'm waking up in the morning. I'm, I'm looking good. I'm looking bad. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And so I would say that's probably the toughest, the challenging part about bodybuilding is that um, that pressure um, of expectations and how you feel about yourself when you wake up like every single day of the week. Um, and that can be stressful. You know, it's funny that because you basically described my life, my life because I train, I work, I've, I've been a personal trainer. I'm in the yeah. health and well, I'm in the wellness space and I do the same thing you just said, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to work out at this time. I, that means I got to wake up at this time, go to sleep at this time. Yeah. Have all my meals prepped, eat every three hours, make sure I'm, oh, damn, maybe I'm eating too much. Or maybe I'm mm -hmm. eating enough. It's like creates a, a bad relationship with food. Yes. Yes. A hundred. It, it is not yeah. ever the same. Not ever the same. Yeah. And even today, I'm like, oh, man, maybe, oh, Polynesian sauce. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to have just. But you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you, you, your lifestyle is built as such to where the Polynesian sauce probably will not hurt you. But you're just like, I just, I just don't know. It's no, it's healthier now. It is healthier. It is health so much healthier now. And I love it. And that's the thing 
about getting like saying like, Hey, I got to figure out why, why I own it, you know, get back into bodybuilding. Cause once you, once you, once you found, finally got back that healthy relationship with food, you're like, do I want to, um, is, do I want to like make it unhealthy again? Right. Do I want to go through that whole entire process of trying to find the balance between, you know, can I eat this? Can I not eat this? And, you know, living your everyday life. So, um, you know, once I found, now that I found it, it's like, okay, now we really got to figure out this why, but no, to your point. Yep. Yep. That, that relationship with food is, that's the first thing to go. <laughs> not only that, like you said, uh, looking in the mirror every day, that's like, now you start having fucking body dysmorphia. Symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. One day absolutely. you look good. One day you look like shit. Yep. Smoke and so in your head, in, in your head, in your head, in your head, in your head. And so it's just, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. And so that's why I was like, you have to, there has to be something about it that's keeping you other than that's motivating you to stay other than, I don't know, maybe a medal or trophy or check or something like that, because that's, that could be lifelong. Like, you know what I mean? That that's something that stays with you forever. I know, I know you said you found some of your best friends uh, in bodybuilding. Yeah. But were there any uh, situations where you felt negative energy or tension? Oh, yeah. And I, and I, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I immediately, I mean, the, but the good thing about that, that is it, you're, you're far enough away from, the shows are, you know, shows are whenever you want shows to be. So it's not like you're going to school every day with somebody, right? Or going to work every day with somebody. So you're far enough away to where if you, the instance you, the, the minute you see that or feel that or read that, um, you can distance yourself from it. So it, yeah, it had, and, but I'm, I'm very thankful. I can say that it, NPC Texas specifically, and I only say that because I don't have experience with other um, NPC organizations outside of our region, but I can say that that it's probably one of the most supportive and which is why I'm still here, right? Judging, it's probably one of the most supportive um, kind of branches of NPC I've, I've ever had the experience of being in, working with, knowing and competing in. Um, so there's not a lot of that. Um, a lot of the tension and all that stuff. And you know, on the pro level, it can get it can get as such because there's a lot of competition. Everybody's fighting for, you know, that top spot and the goal or, you know, all of that. Um, but you know what I found? It's the people that when you're competing specifically, it's not the people in the industry, it's the people outside of the industry that you have the most challenges with, right? Because you've got to, you got to kind of mold what you're doing and, you know, your priorities, that all takes a backseat. You know, what you were doing before all takes a backseat to bodybuilding, right? I can't, I'm not going out and partying. I'm not doing this. I can't do this. I mean, you can do that, but it just doesn't make any sense, right? It doesn't, that it's not conducive to what you're trying to do, right? So if I'm around a bunch of alcohol or around a bunch of people doing this, like that's really not helpful to you mentally, right? Cause you're like, I need that. I, especially if you, you know, it's something that you enjoyed before. Um, so, you know, friends can, you know, for our friends, yeah, that you thought you were friends, right? So, you know, those relationships change, um, you know, as well as some could, you know, in the industry. So those relationships change um, and they did. A lot of them did like, okay, well, you know, she's doing this. Why can't you do this with us? Why can't you do this? I'm like, well, it's not like I'm like trying to ignore people. It's like, this is what I have to do. Like 
thanks for your support, you know, that type of thing. Um, so I found that um, more relationships outside of bodybuilding were strained versus more like uh, any tension or strained relationships like inside of the industry, if that makes sense. No, it makes plenty of sense. Now, women in bodybuilding, right? Women's bodybuilding compared to men's bodybuilding. Uh, what's it like as far as equality, equal pay, levels of respect, et cetera? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we all know that that's, um, that's, uh, sorry. Uh, I mean, I guess just that can mean different things to different people. Like some people could say like, well, women, I mean, obviously the pay isn't as much. Um, in fact, I don't think it's even like a third as much um, as men, especially on the people who do get paid, right? So like on the pro level, if you're winning shows, you're presented with a check, right? So it, when people say pay, they're referencing that most likely, like yeah. how much you're getting paid for, you know, winning a show or something like that, or winning the Olympia. Um, you know, which is interesting because, you know, I'm like, I, you know, I say that we're all putting in work, right? We're all putting in work, um, doing the same things, essentially eating the same foods, you know, those types of things. And so I'm like, I, I, I so I, you know, I've asked myself, you know, I wonder what makes that, the, the difference in, in that, like what makes that so different? What I, that, that it's, 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 I've thought about it in my head, um, you know, kind of what, why, why such a difference um, um, in that? Um, so if you want to talk about that quality piece and all of that, then one could say that um, maybe it's not looked at as, as, as such, just because there is such a difference. But, I, but I, I'm, I'm under the impression that we're, we're doing this, you know, everybody's working out, everybody's posing, everyone's bringing their best, everyone's spending time, money, effort, energy to look their best. Um, I, I definitely would, would be excited. I wouldn't be upset if they decided to consider looking into maybe making some modifications to that. Well, you never, you never went into it for the monetary reasons anyway, but. I didn't, I didn't. No, 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 no. But, but the thought of that just never like uh, discouraged you from, from. It did pro, okay. When was the last time you were on stage? Oh my goodness. So it was before COVID. So I was going to compete in COVID, co in COVID. I was going to compete in COVID. I was going to compete in 2020. So Dallas Europa, 2019 was my last show. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself a second. And then I was like, okay, let's, let's gear back up for 2020. So then COVID hit and my, the way my anxiety is set up, I could not compete during COVID. And then, so once the healthy relationship with food hit, that is when it was like, okay, that I can do, I, I can, I'm okay with this right now for, you know, a few more years, a couple more years, however long. And so now I'm right, I'm still in the space of, now that I've developed it, let me go ahead and, you know, find this, find this why again, because like I said, it was the, the people that kept me going. And now that I'm on the other side of things, um, on the judging side of things. Um, I, I, I have, a, I, I like that. Um, I have appreciation for it. I love, I, I just love seeing that. I love being there. I love the energy. I love seeing the effort commitment from all the competitors. And again, just providing them honest, real, true feedback that they can use. Um, that's, that's what I enjoy doing. So now, um, 
Yeah. So now just, yeah, looking for that why the stage is as important to me then as it is now. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe one more bodybuilding question. This one's a serious one. Sure. Now, recently we've had we've had quite a few bodybuilders passing away, male and female. Um, so with that said, I'm going to assume it was because of steroid use. I could be wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. But my question is, uh, how prevalent is steroid use or any anything of the sort how prevalent is that on the woman's side of the sport um i mean anyone would that would say that it isn't probably wouldn't be so truthful and i don't and i don't think and i don't think and i'm not trying to forward it in a way that um because there used to be a point where you know everyone's like um oh my god no like what are you talking about like what do you mean how dare you how dare you blasphemous blasphemous how dare you but i'm like you know what let's be real i feel like you have to be real and honest with this as you have to be real and honest as someone who's you know got a disease and they're taking medication you know what i'm saying like it's not it's not anything that's that's if you, if you told someone no right now and you're competing and you're a certain level of body fat and I told you no, would you, in your head, whether you told me or not, whether you, whether I said or not, or whether you told me verbalize it or not, in my head, I was like, no, I'm not. What would you, in your head, would you believe me or would you be like, this person's lying? <laughs> I probably wouldn't believe you. <laughs> yeah, you would not believe me, right? So I feel like, I feel like that that's, we're beyond that. We're beyond that, right? Yeah. We're beyond that type of thing, right? You know, everybody that's competing is adults um, and everybody needs to be realistic about things and, you know, how they're used. So I will just, I will say that any someone, especially at a certain level, um, if they're, it, 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 if they're saying no, that it is not prevalent, then they wouldn't be telling the truth. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Men or women. Yeah. Men or women. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have my friend. He, he, but he's a bodybuilder. Like I said before, he he does his cycling. It's called cycles and stuff. I don't know mm -hmm. anything about it, but even he does it. And I know it's prevalent. That's why I asked you how prevalent is it. You know? Oh, it like I said, oh, yeah. when you hit a certain level. Mm -hmm. um, sure. No, I and I can't say like how because I don't know how much people are you like. But I will say that yeah, it's it, it's a thing. It's a thing, especially like you have your like you're a figure competitor. So, so you're more, you're more on the slimmer side of things compared to, yeah. that seems some sure. pretty, pretty sure. jacked oh, up females. Absolutely, well, absolutely. Yeah. which with naturally that's not happening to us, right? So I think yeah. a lot of people yeah. can, I'm like, it's funny because everybody wants to hear us say it. I'm like, you guys can draw your, we're, we're being realistic about things and everybody, whatever conclusion that you're drawing, I mean, we're not, we can't, I mean, it's, you know, be hard to combat it. Cause you know what it is too, because back in the day, like way back in the day before, like the Arnold days, you had a bodybuilder who looked a certain way and you basically had a physique guy who maybe looked like me. But now you have guys like Dorian Yates and Ronnie Coleman when they came in, they were fucking huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And now a, a physique guy is like three times my size. So it's like- You got it. Same you got it. Women, you know, so you got it. 
they're enhancing yep. like every fucking decade. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And um, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. We'll just you're all, all <laughs> that you've said is correct. <laughs> all right, all right, cool, cool. So let's bodybuilding journey. Awesome. I hope you do get back on stage. If, you. if you if you find your why. Yes, um, yes, yes. I'm searching for that. So let's talk about some of the things that opened that bodybuilding has opened the door for you. I know you you said you do photo shoots, you do other podcasting. Um you you're in you're in the media space, you said or oh, telecom. So I, I saw yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw you uh uh you you had posted a video where you're working out, but what is that? You remember, you know what I'm talking about? Working out. What do you mean? It's a video. It's like a professional video. You're not saying anything. You're just working out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's those are yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like yeah, video shoots. Those are those are fun. And so I mean, and you can use the use those. You know, however um you want to use them. Um, but yeah, like you said, I don't. I'm trying to figure that out. You know, like I'm not necessarily like. I'm using, trying to use social, I'm not the get money like that type of person. Um, I get, I, well, at least not relying on social media to do so. So maybe, maybe, sorry, maybe that's what I'm doing. Like trying to, you know, like trying to find the niche because I don't like, again, we kind of talked about in the beginning, like I'm not, I'm not a, I don't want like, I'm not here for hardcore bodybuilding and solely that um, anymore. Um, you know, I, before that, um, I don't even know before that, if I was, I was just, it was just something that I was enjoying doing. Right. And if I can encourage someone to do it, then that's fine. You know? So, um, but yeah, so open door, so, you know, sponsorships, you know, like 24 hour fitness, um, you know, I was with some supplement companies. Um, so that's, those are a lot of fun things that really keep me, um, like, um, that's the motivation, right? It really keeps me, um, you know, doing what I'm doing, you know, motivating, inspiring people, that type of thing. So yeah, we'll just see, you know, kind of where it goes. I don't have any expectations for anything, you know, like some people are like, I'm personal training and I'm just here for sales and for clients or I'm, and not that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying like, that's not, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm just, yeah, I'm just here just Helping people out, answering questions. So You're going with the flow. You're going going with the flow. Like, do, you, do you do you do anything anything like that, like coaching or maybe helping someone prep? I for do. A show? No, I do. I do. Yes, 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 yes. I do. I do take clients uh, for shows. Um, I had a girl do a show um, last year in December, and she did really well. And I, I enjoy I enjoy doing that as well. Um, they're 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 I remember when I was a competitor, I needed it required a lot. So that's how that is. <laughs> but it is, um, but that's, but it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It keeps me in tune to not just what's going on, like when they're on stage, but also, you know, still what it takes to, you know, get a competitor ready for a show. So. Now, are you, are you on call 24 hours? <laughs> How's that? How does that work being a, being a coach? Like, what is that like? um, no, it's not 24 hours. So you set your, you set your hours. So you can set like, you know, Hey, I'm, 
available from 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. I feel like being a coach, unless you were like, it's like show day, maybe the week before is like any other job. Like you set the expectations, like people manage your time as you manage your time. So if you say, hey, this is my hours, this is the time that I'm working, then this is the time that I'm working and then they'll respect that. And they'll either be like, okay, that's cool. And that's why people have options, you know, with coaches, like some are on call 24 seven. So it's just, you know, chemistry, you gotta make sure that all of that works for you, so. Are you are you telling them what to eat or you're just yeah yeah like that, that includes that, uh-huh, that includes nutrition mm-hmm. you, you what it what was the thing uh cream of rice why is that such a big thing why is that so popular um yeah it's just easily digestible um not no fat sugar just eliminating all of that stuff okay and uh D D two ten sports did I say it right? Oh yeah 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 yeah. What is, what is mm-hmm. that? So that's yeah. So that's a local um, spectrum channel here to Dallas um, that covers uh, Dallas sports teams. So that's um, particularly Mavericks, um, FC Dallas, which is a soccer team, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Now, do you work for them? You work with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you a, what, what is your occupation there? Like, what are you? Yeah, yeah. So with them, so yeah. So there's a group of um, uh, reporters um, that work with them. And so they, yeah, just report on games. Um, yeah, and just, yeah, that's fun. That's uh, totally, totally unrelated to bodybuilding, obviously. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So females in bodybuilding, right? Mm-hmm. What what advice do you have for for someone who female who wants to get into the sport of bodybuilding? Um, advice, yeah, just go to a show first and foremost, and make sure that that's something that you want to do, um, because a lot of people think that they want to do it, um, but did, have no idea what it all entails. And so, I would um, encourage anybody um, to go to a show first. Uh, make sure you're comfortable with you or your spouse. If you got whatever, you know, a lot of spouses, that can be one thing. Um, so make sure that they're comfortable with that. Um, and then um, talk to a knowledgeable um, coach or someone knowledgeable about the industry. You don't have to talk to a coach, but just someone knowledgeable about the industry to be able to tell you, hey, these are the ins and outs of it. Because a lot of people get into it not knowing. They're just like, hey, this is just a, a fun thing. I can lose some weight or whatever. And then get up on stage, and they don't know the expense um, behind it. Um, you know what what all it takes, what all um, goes into prepping for a show. A lot of people don't know that; they just see the fun suits and the stage and this, and they're like, "I want to do that." So just yeah, going to a show, seeing what that entails, and then talking to somebody so that they can kind of explain, "Hey, this is what this is this is what that entails, and these are the expectations." Um, and then. Um, no, that's, yeah, that's it. That's what I would, that would, but I would never discourage anybody from doing it because obviously I'm still here almost 10 years later. So, um, and then I would just say like, have fun, try, try as hard as you can to meet people, have fun. Don't, don't, I mean, the, the, the mental part, yes, but as much as you can like alleviate that type of thing by enjoying other parts of bodybuilding, um, you know, I would definitely, definitely do that and encourage them to do that. So basically have fun with it. Yeah. Maybe take it serious or not too serious. No, no, take it serious. Absolutely. Because it's expensive. But just if you can, because the mental is constantly there. So I'm saying if there's something else enjoyable about it, 
that you can find or something that you particularly like about it outside of eating the same thing or cardio or working out because that's not the fun part, right? That's the, the really tedious part that can be challenging. So finding something you like um, that you really enjoy about it, pinpointing that and keeping that kind of at the forefront, like this is why I'm here. So I would encourage them to focus on that as well Definitely. or find that as well. Now there's this big misconception uh, for women who, who want to work out about lifting a weight. They, they're scared to lift weights because they don't <laughs> want to get too big. Now, can you explain the importance of, of resistance training, strength training for women? Um, let's see. You said it, uh, explain. Oh, yes. So no, yeah, no, no, no. So naturally, nobody's getting big. So I actually really hate that phrase. But through no fault of their own, I can understand why they're saying that since what you said, going back to our conversation, maybe about five minutes ago, you're like, some of the women are bigger than me, right? So that's what they're basing a lot of that on. Like, hey, is that what I'm going to look like if I get in the gym and like lift weights? Honestly, honestly, as much as I hate oh, yeah. when people say that, that's what they're looking at. And they're like, well, I don't like that. So, I mean, and not to say that that's bad. Someone coming from body, not bodybuilding could be like, I don't, that's not my preference. So if I lift, if I'm lifting, is that what it's going to happen. Right. And so I, and that's, and that's one of the reasons why I like my, 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 my kind of format, my social media to how it is so that, that it's not that, you know, it's not that we, Hey, we're in the gym lifting, doing what we need to do, but there's still that, you know, femininity piece to it. Right. Not everybody's going in there and doing all that, you know, like it's, it's, and, I like it. I like the way that looks. I I, I like the way my the, the the amount of muscle sits on my frame. So, and that's one of the things that you know people comment on is like, hey, you've got muscle, but you still there's still that feminine piece to you, which is what we really like. And I think that's inspiring to now, inspiring to a lot of people who are getting into the gym. Like, okay, cool, we can still have the feminine piece, but you know, she's looks like she's lifting, you know, heavy and could be looked uh, perceived as lifting heavy. Um, was that your question? I feel like I rambled. No, no, no. <laughs> that, is def that definitely answered the question. I'm okay. You could have answered. You could have kept going. It was all good because okay. I feel like women need to hear that. I know like social media definitely helps. Like your content helps, you know, like you put the femininity in being strong and beautiful yeah. and everything else that comes with with uh right just just being be able to just lifting weights you know it's not just something that men should do women should do it too it's it's not good for just your physical body it's good for your body in the long run as you age as you lose bone density and stuff like that so it's not just something that men should do right yeah um all right cool final question okay Man, maybe freestyle it a bit, right? Okay. You said you were going to leave some things behind in 2022. And you said noise. Mm -hmm. Right? Look at so, you. Research. <laughs> so what are, we, what are we doing in 2023? What's in the future plans? Oh, my gosh. You know. Or, or, what, or what are the goals? What are the goals? Oh, my goodness. This is such a good question. And I feel... Honestly, like there's just so much stuff in my brain 
you know, like when you go to bed, like your brain just like it's spinning and it's, you know, it's so there, the, we'll just say that there's some projects is there's some projects in the works that I'm actually really kind of looking forward to. Um, and, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm being picky and not being picky, but I really, I'm being strategic in the direction that I'd like to go with the project because I don't want, I never, ever, ever want my, 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 uh, presence on social media to appear like salesy or like I'm trying you know what I'm saying and so different projects and things that people you know that collaborations and stuff I'm like that seems salesy so I'm being strategic but there's a couple of different projects that I'm kind of excited about um that are happening after New Year so um I, I I'm going to tell everyone about them but um after the new year, obviously, but there's a couple projects in the pipeline that I'm, I'm really excited about that are health and wellness related. Um, of course, um, that's where, that's, that's where, I mean, sports is uh, such a huge deal, but I like, um, the fitness platform. I think that that, um, can change a lot of people's lives, um, to an extent, um, you know, when they see you doing something, especially somebody who has kids, somebody who's older and 40, right? Um, I think that inspires a lot of people to do things that they, sure. think that they can do otherwise. So, mm -hmm. okay. So you got, that's what you have in the works. Now, as far as goals and things you'd like to accomplish next year, what are, what are they, if any? Uh, sure. No, I mean, we, we, we might, we might look into a show. We might look into a show. Um, but now I just don't even know. You know, it's like, do you want to stay in figure? Do you want to do? But I'm, I'm figure at heart, so I'd probably stay that way. Um, but yeah, we might we might look into it just because there's you know a couple of shows in Texas now that they took they took figure away, so we couldn't even compete in Texas even if we wanted to. There was two and they took away and they brought them back. So I'm excited oh. about that. So there might be one in the works. We'll see. Um, and then uh, you know, I just don't. Um, I guess you're making this too difficult. Um, I need to do better about that. Like setting like goals outside of like bodybuilding and goals outside of like work with my coworkers. Like I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I, I'm going to set some, you've, you've, you've inspired me. Well, to you, set I mean, all right, cool. Right. 2023 is not here yet. We don't need to go crazy. We don't need to. Yeah, bust, bust bust the vein up there trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, think about um, it. Yeah, it'll you know. You know, when it comes, it comes. I'm sure you got the. It'll pop up. You write some things down, and yeah, you know, we all have goals. It's just a matter of just taking action. Exactly. You know, exactly. Putting putting them into fruition. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Tonya, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. This was so fun. This was, it was very fun. fun. I learned. I learned. I learned some things about- Did you learn some things? I wasn't just babbling. I feel like I'm just babbling half the time. <laughs> Listen, like I said, it's all about the person behind Absolutely. the profession or whatever it is. That's you know? true. Because it's like you see the person there, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's what it's all about, connecting and building. Yeah, for sure. Networking, absolutely. whatever you want to call it. There you go. There Thanks you go. for your time. I wish you all the best in 2023. You have a happy and safe new year. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Peace. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. You too.
So you just finished listening to my conversation with IFBB Figure Pro bodybuilder Tonya Andrea. If you want to get in contact with Tonya or give her a follow, you can find her on Instagram at Tonya double underscore Andrea. For business inquiries, just hit the link in her bio. You know where to find me. Instagram, Keep the Vision Podcast. And if you want to send me an email, keepthevisionpodcast at gmail.com. Listen, ladies, if you're inspired to get into bodybuilding or if you want to lift some weights, do not hesitate. Lift them weights. You will not get bulky. You will not look like a man. You will be strong and you will be beautiful. Now, leave a comment, write a review, show love, like it, follow the podcast, spread the word. Thank you for listening. You are loved. You are blessed. You are a visionary. Peace, y'all. Oh,